Are you a counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply? Then you, lovely person, are in the right place because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back. And if it's your first time, I'm so glad that you found us. Now I'm recording this in the morning, which is a really weird thing for me because I normally record this like later on in the day. And it's weird how just something really small, like changing to doing this like in the morning, feels so different. So the birds outside are different. You know, they're still twittering away, but the light is different. The sound around me is different. I feel different. So isn't it interesting how just a really small change can really change things up quite a lot? So anyway, it's me babbling on about, <laughs> babbling on about what time I'm recording. So I've been helping counsellors and therapists to grow their private practice for over four years now. As you probably, what you may or may not know, I've had a recent anniversary where I've been working for four years with counsellors and I've had membership for three years. And in that time, I've kind of come across all sorts of issues and situations. And the purpose of doing this podcast is, you know, I'm hoping to impart some of the knowledge that I've sort of gained in that time to you to help you to grow your private practice. And today I've actually had a question from a listener. So Kaylin, it's really great that you contacted me. And this is what you said. You said being a younger, newer therapist in private practice, I'm 30. I often worry about how my clients will perceive my age and expertise. I've had a few clients switch to older counsellors, although some genuinely like having a younger counsellor who can relate. So basically, it's kind of it's kind of looking at how other people perceive a younger counsellor, and is this going to hold? You know, could this hold you back? So thank you, Kaylin. It's really great to get a get a message from you, and I think this is a really important question because I think this is really relevant to a lot of us, and there are more and more younger people getting into counselling, and actually, I also see how this could be something that feels really frustrating. I mean, after all, you've done all of the same training, the same qualifications as everybody else. You're completely capable of working with any sort of appropriate age range, according to your training, basically. But equally, what I'm going to talk about today is going to be useful for any counsellor, whether young or old, all different backgrounds, all different ethnicities, disabilities, anything, however you might identify with any sexuality or gender. Because we all have something, a point of difference within us. And I think it's something that we can use in order to to elevate ourselves. Now, when we think about it, probably, and I say probably, but I think actually this is the most important thing in counselling. The therapeutic relationship is, is sort of the backbone of everything. And we know, don't we, that if this isn't present, the counselling could take longer, it could be more difficult, and it might just not give the best of experiences to the client. And that's not really fair on them. So when I was a young woman, I had some counselling and I was given a counsellor. So yeah, one of the issues with free counselling 
as I'm sure you know, is that usually you don't have a choice about who it is that you get to see. So I was given a male counsellor who was older, you know, significantly older than me. Now, it was it was probably only about my age now, to be honest, but at the time, he seemed like really dusty and old. And he had the obligatory tweed jacket with elbow patches. And I've got no doubt that he was very capable, very experienced, highly qualified. But because there was such a significant difference in our ages, I just don't think the relationship was there. He was basically old enough to be my dad. And as such, I kind of edited what I said to him because I kind of didn't want him to judge me. So he was also quite psychobabbly. So what I mean by that is he used the words that he used and the phrases that he used, I didn't just really understand. So when he said something, I pretty much always had to ask him to repeat what he'd said or say in a different way. Or alternatively, I'd just not ask. I'd just, he'd say something to me. He'd, he'd, he'd say, he'd make a comment. And after a while, I got so embarrassed to keep asking him because it made me feel a bit stupid. I'd end up just not asking him what he meant. So I suppose I was still on, still in full on people pleaser then. So, but, but the long and the short of it is I just didn't want to appear stupid. And I think this is why I keep talking about using really clear language, because otherwise it can really alienate the client and put barriers up. So, yeah, I just felt really stupid for not understanding him. So you don't want your potential clients or or clients to feel stupid. That's the last thing you want, isn't it? So make sure everything is nice and clear so that people just understand without having to having to sort of, you know, check in a dictionary afterwards. And I'd wonder how a man so much older than me could really understand me. And like I say, more importantly, not judge me as, you know, how I was at the time, a single woman about town getting in and out of relationships. So although any age counsellor can work with any age client, I actually think in practice, it can be easier for both parties to work with people that have commonalities, uh, things like being a similar age. Now, I'm not in any way, shape or form suggesting that we can only work with people of a similar age. And again, you know, this is something you could easily disagree with me about. That's absolutely fine. I'm not suggesting I know all the answers, but these are kind of my observations, both as a client and as a counsellor. I think the thing that really helps the therapeutic alliance is connection and relatability can really help with this. And again, I bang on about this all the time when I'm talking about marketing, be relatable, be friendly, and it's going to help that connection to form. So I can see how for Kaylin, having clients switch to older counsellors must feel really worrying and a bit frustrating. However, you've probably heard me talk about your business, your rules, like a lot. And this is the perfect example. So I just wonder whether a small mindset shift could change and really help with this. So if you're a younger counsellor, then you could specifically work with younger clients. Now, that might take the form of children and young people, or it could take the form of people in maybe the 18 to 30 age range. And that's that's making me smile because 
can you remember the 18 to 30 holidays? I don't know if anybody can remember them. There used to be 18 to 30 holidays and all of the people that went on these holidays had to be within the age range of 18 to 30. And I can remember they were really debauched. I never went on one, but they were in the press a lot. Anyway, I digress. So <laughs> it's making me smile. Yeah, so there's a member of the Grey Private Practice Club and a young woman, and she's done a lot of work with schools. And she's recently said that as she's getting a little bit older, and she's not old at all, but she's just slightly older, she's aware of moving from that sort of role of big sister to those clients to the role of like a young auntie. And she's aware of the impact that that might have on the work that she does of being slightly older than those very young people. And she's using that awareness to reflect on her next steps. And to me, that's really exciting. I mean, how many positions can you have where you get a, such a, a variety of work, such a, such a wealth of experience? It's very rare that we can be in a paid position where we can, where we have this flexibility to change and move into whatever feels right at the time. So when you think of younger people, so maybe they've been to, maybe they're at uni, maybe they're going to uni, maybe they've just come back from uni, maybe they're in their first relationships. Some issues that they may have are issues around anxiety. I know look, young people really struggle a lot with anxiety. They may have trouble with relationships. Maybe they're sort of first, you know, trying the first relationships. Maybe they've had the heartbreak of one of their, you know, their first big relationship ending. They may feel loneliness. They may feel out of place. They may start sort of discovering boundaries. Sometimes people start discovering eating disorders when they go to uni. That's when they can start really kicking in. They may be worried about their career. They might have family pressures. They might become a young parent. So they've got things that are specific to them, but all of the issues that anybody might have, like depression, low self-esteem, grief, loss, change, stress, pressure, people-pleasing, addiction, all of those things apply to people of any age, including people that are very young. So imagine when I was 25 going to counselling, just how much more comfortable would I have felt with someone that I felt knew and understood the lifestyle that I had, who understood the references that I made to things like dating or music or going out. Things like social media, online dating, long distance relationships. Well, they're just a part of a young person's life now. And honestly, I'm no longer a young person, so I no longer really understand the ins and outs of their lives. So if you're young, use that to your advantage. And similarly, you could use anything personal to your advantage if you wanted to and if you feel comfortable with it. Obviously, if you don't feel comfortable with it, then don't. But if you feel comfortable with it, it's something you can definitely use to your benefit. Things like your ethnicity, your sexuality or gender, maybe your disability, age, heritage, all sorts of different things you can use to your benefit when you're in private practice. So an example might be that if you're from a, from a farming background, you could work with farmers. Now, suicide is woefully high for people in the farming industry. And how much more comfortable would a farmer be to see someone that understands the stresses that they're under? So I say use your age to your advantage. Use anything about yourself to your advantage. 
And you can still niche in a particular area. So you could niche in, for example, young people with anxiety, which means that you then become well-versed in issues around anxiety. And you can change that up to, you know, change the ages of your ideal clients as you yourself get older. So therefore, you become somebody that has a huge amount of experience and, and qualifications all around anxiety, which means that then you become a bit of an expert in it. So there you are, Kaylin. Use your youth to your advantage and connect with a younger client base and change it up as you get older. Now, I do hope this has helped, but if you've got any further questions, just contact me again on Instagram. You'll find me at Grow Your Private Practice. That's all lowercase, no spaces. Or have a look for me on LinkedIn. Just find me. I'm called Jane Travis. And obviously, I'd love to have a chat with you. I really do love getting your feedback and your questions. So, you know, don't be shy. And if there's something that you'd like me to talk about, then just let me know. I'm quite happy to do that. Now, before I go, I want to just give you a heads up about something I'm putting on for you in June. It starts on the 21st of June, 2021. And it's a free challenge called the Refresh Free 5-Day Challenge. I'm going to talk about it a bit more next week. But if you're feeling a bit demotivated, if you've lost your mojo, and if you need a little bit of a boost, ready to start the second half of the year, because yeah, I can't believe it either. We're soon going to be halfway through this year. Well, I've got just the thing for you. And I have to say, I am really excited about it. I've been beavering away for weeks trying to get this all sorted. So watch this space and I'll let you have more details soon. Okay, so that's it for now. Today we've talked about how frustrating it can be to be a younger counsellor or therapist, but how with a bit of a tweak to your mindset, you can really turn this to your advantage and how you can still choose a niche that will then grow with you through your career as a counsellor. And finally, remember to click the button to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. That's it for this week. Have a fantastic week and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.